Hello ho, this is Fed965, yes that's F, E, D, 9, 6, 5, and welcome to Baby Blue Viper, yep, 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 yep. Um, it is Wednesday, July 6, 2022, um, you know, it's, uh, it's Wednesday, it is, you know, it is hump day, yes it is, I see the hump, do you see the hump, do we all see the hump, um, so yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's Wednesday, um, and you know, I am currently wearing a, uh, you know, black hat, uh, uh, Heather gray t-shirt, uh, dark blue jeans and, uh, gray socks. I'm also sipping on a delicious beverage out of a brown bottle. God, that's good. Um, and you know, you know, you know, you know, um, just getting right to it, you know, um, uh, Rioja and I this morning went on our walk, um, you know, it was really nice, um, not too many bugs out, I was, you know, pleasantly surprised by that, um, so, you know, we were able to, you know, really enjoy our walk there without any, you know, any, uh, you know, kind of issues, um, you know, and, yeah, took some uh, took some photos here and there, and you know, and made it back to the vehicle, and you know, headed headed on home. Um, and you know, there was some um, some road work on our you know on our usual route there. There was some uh, you know some work being uh, you know uh, done on the road, um, but you know, we were able to you know just um, you know move slowly through the, um, you know, the different, uh, construction vehicles, the different, um, you know, um, workers and, you know, just used, uh, you know, a turn signal here, turn signal there, um, made it over here, made it over there, eventually made it back onto the, the gravel road where we needed to be. And, and then eventually, you know, uh, made it, uh, back home. So, you know, that's just a lesson there that, you know, always be on the lookout for the, you know, for the appropriate signs and, you know, just move slowly, you know, when there's just, a, you know, a lot of, of things going on, a lot of people, a lot of, you know, new developments, just move slowly, use your turn signals and, you know, you will, you know, uh, make it through. Um, and that's what we did. We made it, you know, through the obstacles um, and the obstacle course there, that is, and, you know, made it back to, uh, you know, made it back home. So that was just great. And, um, you know, um, by the way, um, you know, we are, you know, getting closer to, you know, to making a decision on, you know, you know, how we're going to be transporting, you know, Rioja to Spain. I know this is in the back of all of our minds. We've had it on the back burner there for a while, but, you know, rest assured, you know, 
uh, you know, we're on it. You know, we're definitely on it. Um, but, you know, you just got to take these things slowly. You know, we're still evaluating all of our options. Um, you know, in still in, you know, talks with the different shipping companies. Um, you know, just to give you, you know, um, an update or, you know, just to, you know, to stir, you know, uh, or jog our memories. How about that? You know, we're going to jog our memories here. And, you know, we are, you know, currently there's, well, you know, at the top of the list, we have, you know, two U.S.-based, um, you know, pet shipping companies and one uh, Spain-based uh, pet shipping company. Um, and so those are the, you know, the three that we're really, you know, sitting down and talking with. You know, I'm just constantly on the phone, you know, you know, just saying, you know, what about this? What about that? Do you have any contingency? Uh, you know, any, any insurance? What are, what are your, you know, your, um, what's your protocol? You know, what, what are we dealing with, you know, in case, you know, you know, things get real hairy? You know, what happens then? Uh, you know, are you constantly monitoring, you know, the... You know the transport. I mean, do, do we have real-time updates? I, I want the the play-by-play. -play. You know, I want text messages every hour, um, and you know, and so on and so on. Um, so that's what I'm. You know, that's how that's how I've been spending the days here, just constantly on the phone. You know, I want I want to hear all of you know the details. Yeah. All of the details, like I said, I want to know what's plan A, what's plan B, and what is plan C. And if there's not a plan C, why isn't there? And you better come up with one right now, right now, and I want to hear it within the next 24 hours. Yeah, how about that? How about that? Um, so yeah, that's just, you know, how these conversations have been going. And, you know, it's just, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta do these things. You really do. And, um, and yeah. Point being that I will keep you updated and we are, you know, we're definitely getting close to finalizing that decision. Um, and then of course there is the decision, you know, on what airline, um, uh, we will be flying, um, and, um, uh, you know, uh, at the moment, it seems to be, um, uh, you know, just dead even between uh, Iberia and Lufthansa. I think, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but it looks like Delta is really just um, just falling short at the moment. Um, we'll see if, you know, Delta can, you know, can just, you know, get back up there, you know. But at the moment, Iberia and Lufthansa are really just, you know, they're kind of running away with it, but we will see, you know, there's still time, there's still time, but if not, you know, I'm sorry to say Delta is just going to be, you know, left behind, and then the question comes down to, you know, if it's going to be Iberia or Lufthansa, you know, for the, for the win. Um, we will, we will, you know, be, uh, be, uh, be keeping you updated we definitely will um, so that's that and uh, you know by the way we have a thousand days left yes we do a thousand days left if you don't know to what you know we are referring to um, you know if you are you know a new a new listener um, you know my longtime listeners here um, know that 
uh, what we're referring to here. But um, if you don't know, you know, please, you know, do yourself a favor, do us all a favor, and you know, go back and find out. Um, but um, but that's that. Uh, by the way, I did release the um, the last installment of my debut novel yesterday. Yes, you heard that right. That would be the last installment of my debut novel, Water Nova, was released yesterday at www.fed965.com. That's www.fed965.com. Um, and yeah, yeah, check it out. Why not? Come on, come on, come on. Um, Anyways, you know, moving just right along, right along. Um, so what do we got? What do we got? What do we can get? Price of Bitcoin today is twenty thousand one hundred and fifty-nine US and D. The block height is seven four three eight five five. And yeah, we're gonna go to the you know. The trending stories today, but I don't know if we're going to skim it or if we're going to, you know, dive in here. You know, we'll see. We will see because, I mean, come on, come on, come on. Number one from BuzzFeed. Older folks are sharing the things they wish they didn't get made fun of for, and some good points were made. You see, like that one. I'm not clicking on it. Um, number two from CNBC. Ukrainians hold back Russians at the, the Donetsk border. Moscow angry after Putin Macron call revealed. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Um, yeah, number three from Newsweek. Robert E. Cremo, uh, Jalen Walker's different treatment by police compared. Um, I don't have a subscription to Newsweek, but I think Robert E. Uh, Cremo was the, um, uh, you know, is, is the, the person who was apprehended for the. The, the shooting in um, you know that, that took place over the July Fourth uh, weekend uh, I think it was on Independence Day uh, in Highland Park Illinois and that would be Robert E Cremo and um, I think it's actually Robert uh, E Cremo the third um, and he is um, um, I think this has to do with the fact that that he is white um, and uh, Jalen Walker I I might be wrong here, but Jalen Walker, if I remember, was he the the person who was um, uh, shot and killed in Ohio? Let me double check that right now. And um, from, I think he is black. Um, yes, it, that is Jalen Walker was in Ohio uh, or when he was killed. Yep. So... So there's the different treatment there that yeah they're saying, um, they're comparing the different treatment between the, uh, basically you know um, do the police treat white people and black people different is you know what that uh, what that article is trying to get at here is what I'm guessing um, and you know I don't think there is any doubt in the in the USA that. Um, that white people and black people are um, are treated differently. There's no doubt about that. Um, now, as to you know the specific cases of Robert E. Cremo and Jalen Walker, that's when it gets a little bit nebulous. Is from what I've, like I said, I haven't been you know following this too much, but 
And I don't know how they apprehended um, um, Robert uh, Cremo here. Um, but um, yeah, I'm not going to go into it too much. I do think that Jalen Walker, wasn't there, you know, some kind of police chase with patrol cars? Uh, and wasn't he firing at them? So, I mean, that seems a little different, right? If you're firing at... Was he firing at the cops? Uh, like I don't want to jump to conclusions here because maybe he wasn't firing, but I'm pretty sure there was some kind of police chase and he had but been firing. Uh, we need to really check this out here. But, you know, the, the question is what, you know, people are, are asking is, was it necessary to fire that many rounds is is the question uh that's not something that really um i mean that that seems to me to be a, a kind of a, a silly question you know if if the up if the uproar is about the amount of rounds fired i mean you got to keep firing until you neutralize, you know, the suspect would be, would be my take on that. Um, and it said that they tried to tase him um, and it, they were unsuccessful. Um, the, the question is, is, did he pose a threat? I think that's the question. Did he pose a threat to the officers? Um, and is that why they fired? Uh, now, as to the number of rounds, again, I said that doesn't really... That's kind of a, a stupid um, idea. Um, you know, if the guy's shooting, you, you, you shoot until, until the person is, you know, not shooting anymore. However many rounds that, you know, is necessary, it's necessary. It's, and like I said, I'm not here to, you know, to, to support, you know, um, what the police did in this matter. I don't know um, what they did, but um, the, the question is, was the... the the force was there was there a threat uh that's just the real question and you know the question is how did they apprehend um robert uh, cremo how did that's the question was he you know was he firing was he was he going to fire so that's the that's the question Because I, I seriously doubt that, you know, that if he was firing, it's not like the police would would choose not to fire because he's white. That doesn't make sense. The guy's firing at you and he's white. You're, you're still going to fire. I don't know. That doesn't make... See, that argument right there doesn't make sense. See, this is where it all gets nebulous uh, because... You know, like I said, I'm not, uh, there is clearly, you know, um, white people and uh, black people and um, are, are treated differently. 
um, you know, when it comes to when it comes to when it comes to police. Um, uh, there's no doubt about that, but I would find it questionable to think that they are treated differently if they are both, you know, firing a weapon. That's where I don't understand the, if, if that's the, the argument being made that a white person that is shooting is treated differently than a black person that is shooting. Um, maybe, maybe, like I said, maybe. I don't know enough, um, but I find that to be highly suspect. Um, like I said, that's not taken away from, you know, this, um, you know, these two events. It's really not. And that's where it all gets. See, that, that this is part of the problem with this whole thing, this whole narratives uh, in the media. And this is why, you know, I don't know if it's even worth looking at these kind of articles because so, such so much of these of these articles, it's it's clickbait. And it's just like, you know, they're just fanning the flames. It really is. Because, you know, they're, they're taking two specific instances and, you know, um, using them as, you know, examples of, you know, of, as endemic to, you know, to everything. And whereas they might be, but at the same time, they might be individual cases, okay? The individual cases can't always be, you know, taken for exemplifying, um, you know, a larger trend. They can, but they also cannot. Uh, it depends on the situation. Um, and this is where, you know, people just don't, you know, they, they just get caught up in the narrative. And I guess that's just how people operate. So I don't know. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, very objective here and, and not biased. And definitely, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, to, you know, to, to support, you know, um, um, you know, the 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 police's handling one way or the other here uh you know i'm definitely not trying to do that i'm trying to be you know reasonable because i know that there is you know you know um definitely um you know police bias there's no doubt about that um you know but at the same time um the question is do you want um um to have a a law enforcement presence in basically in the world right do you want a law enforcement presence anywhere um and and then the question is of course you know how to improve that law enforcement presence you know you need more training right that's the most important thing you need more training um but uh, you know i'm not gonna you know say that if a suspect is firing at um at at the police well it makes sense to me that that the police would fire back until that, you know, suspect is no longer firing. That just makes sense to me. Um, and I find it highly suspect if, you know, if the, the, the narrative is that, well, they wouldn't do that if, if he wasn't black, they wouldn't do what? If the, uh, see, like I said, is the, if the suspect was firing, what, what is the, what do you expect the the police to do in that situation? Like I said, I don't know all the details, but that seems to have been, you know, you know, at least somewhat at play here. Um, and so the question is, was uh, Robert Cremo firing, um, you know, when the police, uh, you know, apprehended him? Uh, 
like I said, if he was firing, I would find it very, I'd be extremely shocked if he was firing and, uh, you know, the police chose not to, uh, not to fire back because he was white. That just doesn't make any logical sense in, in my, in my view, but, you know, it just, uh, uh, if I'd be very, I mean, that would be wrong. If that's what happened, I don't think that's what happened, but if that's what happened, that just, you know, that's completely wrong. You fire back and you neutralize, you know, the suspect, um, you know, whatever color they are, if they're firing a weapon uh, at, uh, it's just doesn't, you know, this is just like, come on, you know, one-on-one here. Um, now, you know, you might be saying, well, why, you know, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, you know, responses to this. Um, is, you know, you know, like I said, the question I think would be, do you want a, a police presence in, in general? Now, if you're saying, well, you know, you don't want a police presence, okay, fine. So you're going to get a lot of, um, it's going to become a lot of, um, you know, survival of, of the fittest um, because there will always be predators out there. Um, and all right, if you want to, you know, fend for yourself, okay, and you want other people to fend for themselves, okay. Um, now, I'm not necessarily against it. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be honest right now. I'm not necessarily against it. You know, I could live in a world without the law enforcement. Uh, I'm fine with that. Question is, are you fine with that? Uh, question is, are we all fine with that, living in a world without law enforcement? Um, uh, like I said, I, that's, I guess that's, that's on, you know, on a community basis, would have to decide. Every community would have to decide if they want to live in a, in a world without um, you know, law enforcement. Um, and, you know, that's just um, what it is. And then, you know, obviously the question is um, how does law enforcement, you know, treat, um, you know, uh, people? And obviously they should be treating, um, you know, everyone uh, the, in the same. That, you know, that's, you know, that's definitely the standard um, that you want to shoot for. Uh, there's no question about that. Uh, and there is no question about the fact that in the USA, uh, um, it is not like that. There's no, at the moment, it is not like that. There's no question about that. Um, um, so definitely um, the law enforcement needs to do a lot of work in regards to that. Um, no doubt about it. Um, so, so that's that. Like, I don't want to get in too much more into this. But I, like I said, um, and, you know, I might be totally wrong here. Maybe they were treated you know, extremely different, uh, you know, differently. Yeah, maybe they were just treated com in completely different ways and it was endemic of, um, of uh, you know, systemic racism. It's very possible. Um, I'd have to go into all the details and, you know, I hope that you go into all the, you know, the details yourself as well and make a decision. Is it, was this, you know, these two cases, are they endemic of a larger, you know, um, problem or are they specific cases on their own that you know that um you know that were that are very different from each other just because these two things happened you know in a similar you know time period doesn't mean that they have anything to do with each other right you know um and they're not even in the same states i mean this is it's just you know the media is also putting these together uh, because they happened you know in, in a in a two-day span right or a three-day span whatever it was but that doesn't mean that they share any more, you know, similarities than that. So, 
like I said, let's let's just be very careful here before we do any kind of, you know, um, uh, before we make any kind of judgments. That's all I'm saying. Anyways. See, this is what happens when we start talking, you know, about the news. This is what happens, you know. Uh, number four from Wired, the infamous 1972 report that warned of civilization's collapse. Um, that seems interesting. The limits to growth argued that rampant pollution and resource extraction were pushing Earth to the brink. How does it hold up 50 years later? Wow. Well, that makes sense. 1972 book, The Limits to Growth, published by the Club of Rome. Oh, I've never heard of them. International Organization of Intellectuals, founded in 1968. Well, that's interesting. Limits to Growth. And it was, and they used. Um, it was also computer models. Well, very early computer modeling completed on a punch card machine at MIT. Well, you know, it's still it's with um, a lot of very intelligent people behind it. So, I don't think that's um, you know an issue. Interesting. Uh, makes sense. Um, you know, this is definitely something that's going to be at the forefront here. You know rampant pollution and resource extraction um, we all definitely need to be on the lookout and it, the what comes from the simulations is that most of the cases but not all and it's important to say not all the evolution of a number of variables like pollution production pollution population production pollution was showing that around the mid 21st century we would have a scenario of collapse of human civilization fuck me excuse me um, we're not that far away from that. We're about 30 years away from um, from the mid uh, 21st century here. So this is, you know, probably when we start to feel it. The whole thing was framed into doomsday prophecy. We didn't succeed in bringing the message that it was not about that. It was really about we have the capacity to choose. We have, as humanity, the capacity to decide what kind of future we want. Oh, man. Well, you know, um, that's just not, um, well, like we have to, this is definitely something to look out for. So, you know, if that's the case, then we definitely just need to enjoy life to the fullest here because, you know, in a way, maybe we're the last, um, the last humans, you know, that are going to be around before the thing, you know, you know, before, you know, you know, excuse my language, but you know, before uh, shit hits the fan, maybe shit is already hitting the fan, and and now it's just uh, you know starting to fall back on us. Maybe that's what's going on. I have no idea, absolutely no idea. Um, you know, really no idea. And um, you know, like I like I don't even know. If we, we, that might be enough, you know, for today. Yeah, like who knows? Who knows at this point, right? Um, you know, I wanted to get, you know, to some topics here, but, you know, already, you know, talked a lot there, you know, with, the, you know, the, the police and, you know, how many rounds are needed. Um, um, so, you know, we might just have to meditate on that. See, we just got to 
we gotta play this by ear. Sometimes you gotta adjust, you know. We got an audible here, and that's what we're doing. We're audibling. We're adjusting, um, you know. And, uh, you know, let's just think about that. Let's think about how many rounds are needed. Um, and, you know, if we are the, you know, the last humans around, you know, because it seems that shit is hitting the fan here, right? Um, well, wh how do we make the most of our time here? And, you know, what can we do to, um, well, I guess to hopefully mitigate this whole issue, even though this book came out in the 70s and they were talking about the possibility to change it back then. And it's 2022 now. So is it too late to change it now? Are we just, you know, already like we're going over the cliff no matter what at this point? Is that what's going on? It very well could be. You know, at a certain point, you cross the event horizon. That's just the way it is. Um, you know, if, if nobody, if and nobody, you know, includes me, includes everybody, you know, if none of us, you know, did anything to, you know, to right the ship here, you know, when we had some time, well, then, you know, at a certain point, you know, we can't all just be talking about this whole thing forever. Like, oh, we still have time to choose. We still have time to turn around the ship. You know, no, at some point you don't have time. At some point, you, you went already over the event horizon. You crossed it. And no, at this point, you're just saying there's we can still turn it around, but you actually can't. That's when you're just, you know, <coughs> excuse me, you're just saying things to make yourself feel better. Uh, but no, it's, it, it might just be too late. So what do you do when it's too late? You know, at that point, it's like, all right, you guys are still screaming over here that you want to turn the ship around, but we can't turn the ship around. It's too late. So you, you got to just, you know, you know, crack open, you know, the, uh, the, the whiskey, you know, get the rum out, uh, and, you know, uh, get naked, and, you know, just, you know, have an orgy, you know, at that point, it's going to have an orgy, because you're already, you're already over, you know, the edge here, it's too late, can't turn back, it's over, um, so, you know, the bridges have been burned, and you're, you might as well, you know, go down rocking, you might as well, you know, go down, you know, just, um, you know, without getting too sexual. Even though, you know, the more I think about it, like I said, if it's too late already, why do I even care about, you know, not getting or, or getting sexual or censoring, you know? I mean, like, does it matter? Maybe this podcast should just become, you know, a sexual podcast at this point. Uh, like, who cares? If we're just already over the edge... Yeah, whatever. Uh, point is, you know, that's what we're thinking about. We're thinking about how many rounds is needed as well as, you know, um, what do you do if, uh, if it's too late? You know, if we're already over the edge. Are we already over the edge? Can we still turn this ship around? And how do you know? That's the thing. How do you know when it's too late? Um, uh, you know, how do you know when you're over the edge? Because, of course, this isn't something that you can, that, I mean, it's very difficult, you know, to, um, to ascertain. Because it might have been possible a few years ago to turn around the ship, but maybe it's not possible now. And so, then you're just, like I said, you're screaming into thin air, but you should just really be enjoying and having a good time. Because it's, it's already too late, buddy. Um, but, you know, things to think about, you know, on this Wednesday... Either way, it's Wednesday, you know, and that's all we really know for sure, that it is hump day. So let's just get over the hump 
you know, let's bulldoze that hump. We're gonna bulldoze today. Yeah, that's just that's what we're doing. We're bulldozing the hump. Yep, we're bulldozing. Let's go. Um, you know, and with that, you know, actually, I have to go give myself a haircut now. Yep, you heard that right. I'm gonna give myself a haircut. I've been giving myself a haircut for you know a few years now. We really got it down to an art and a science. Um, so I'm gonna be doing that. I use uh, clippers. I use clippers with also some scissor action. Yes, you heard that right. I use clippers, but I also get some scissor action in there. And I will be doing that now. Um, so I gotta do that. And, you know, just that, you know, have a great day. And let's just keep thinking about these things. You know, how many rounds is needed? And, um, you know, or, Excuse me. That'd be how many rounds are needed? Yeah, that's a that's a, you know a grammatical error on my part. Uh, excuse me, mea culpa, mea culpa. Uh, so how many rounds are needed? Uh, and um, you know, uh, how do you know when? Um, how do you know when it's How do you know when it's too late? Yeah. How about that? How do you know when it's too late is what we're thinking about, too. How do you know? Because when you know, it's already too late, isn't it? But how do you know, like, like that precise second when it's too late, right? Because you only know it later, but it's already been too late, right? So it's tricky. It's very tricky, you know. It's uh, but that's what we're doing here. That's what we're thinking about, and uh, you know, just enjoy, enjoy the day, you know, because you know it might be too late. And uh, and I will see you soon. Um, you know, I I realize now that I didn't, um, you know, also. Um, mentioned the fact that, um, you know, in terms of police bias, that um, that uh, white people, you know, are treated differently than black people, as are brown people. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, to make that clear. Um, and, you know, as well as um, as um, as as Asians and, you know, um, and, uh, you know, other minorities. So I just want to, you know, that to be very clear that, you know, there is a bias when it comes to, uh, you know, law enforcement in, in the in the USA, um, you know, um, you know, specifically here. And I just you know, wanted to be clear about that. Um, but, you know, um, but again, that's, you know, that's I'm not trying to. Um, you know, to take away from, you know, any kind of, uh, any, you know, kind of a larger narrative of, of systemic racism, because that's, you know, definitely a play here. But, you know, let's analyze everything on a case by case basis. That's all I'm saying. All right. And uh, I will see you soon.